Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of National Board Conversations. We have another great guest for you. In this episode, I speak with a decorated educator out of Louisiana. I am not a first time certifier. It took me three years to do it. I get the pleasure of speaking with Dr. Delorius Cormier-Zenon. She is passionate about education and speaks with a level of gravitas. You feel it as she speaks. She's been at every level of education from the classroom to running for public office and has the stories to tell. Stay tuned for Dr. Dolores Cormier-Zenon. Dr. Dolores Cormier-Zenon, thank you for joining me on the podcast. Thank you for having me, Eddie. This is good. This is exciting. Glad to I, be re- here. I know. I feel like uh, my whole time here at the National Board, you've been in the, the ethos of a lot of stuff around here. And so it's good to finally have a chance to really sit down and talk to you. So we're going to get right into it. Can you give us a, a brief intro of yourself, your current role, and then I'm gonna got a couple of follow-ups to get into some personal side of you. Okay, um, I will try not to be long-winded on this one, um, <laughs> but presently I serve as the president of uh, Louisiana National Board Certified Teaching Network in Louisiana. I am the founder and co-founder of um, Wise Wisdom Inspired Scholar Education Foundation. I am also um, the founder and co-founder of and CEO of Wise uh, Wise Scholar Academy, Wise Owl Scholar Academy. Excuse me. Um, so many things to roll off the tongue, right? I'm a National Board certified <laughs> teacher. Um, You're doing it all over here. You know, I've uh, ran for an office, a state office. I'm just into a number of things. Served as past president of um, ASCD, which is Association for Supervision and Curriculum Development. And um, the list goes on. I'm just excited to just continue to connect. Superstar, superstar. All right. So what are your three favorite foods? My three favorite foods? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) fried shrimp. Can't have it. (laughs) (laughs) But I love it. Shrimp. Um, Let's see. Another favorite food. Well, let's see. Pizza's good. Pizza's good. Okay. Can't have that either, but that's good. Still have that, though. I can get away with it. And, um... Oh, gumbo. Oh, man, down in Louisiana. We love it. (laughs) All right, last three songs on your musical playlist. Oh, let's see. Last three songs. Hmm. Oh, there's one by Sam Cooke. Oh, Sam Cooke. Yeah, Sam Cooke. Um, The name is like A Day's Gonna Come Soon. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that song. Um, and then, you know, a couple of Otis Redding, you know, um, yeah, just really enjoy that. And then, you know, of course, MJ. You like yeah, got to have him on here. Okay, the okay, I like it. I like you got a nice little, nice little vibe of eras. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, okay. And I like jazz, a little bit of jazz and uh, like Cool James. Yeah, um, you down in Louisiana, you got a little jazz down there. Well, like so definitely. many icons from down in that definitely. area. And I do like a little Drake. Hey, listen, like I said, errors, errors. <laughs> you, you, your musical spectrum is all over, is everywhere. I love it. Yes. All right, and last one: the one sports team that has your heart. And if you're not a sports fan, a movie you can recite line for line. Okay. You know, I'm hoping for my Saints to finally do something. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh man, you know, my house. We have this battle with between the Cowboys or the Saints. Mm-hmm. Always the Saints, you know. 
Oh, man. Tough year for the Saints this year, but they'll get it together. It is. It's a tough year. That's okay. They'll survive. Yeah, they it's love it. That's why they call Saints. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we now we're going to get back into your career. Uh, can you share why you became a teacher and why you remain in education? Well, you know, as a, as a, a child, um, I had a unique opportunity to have a mentor in my family, which was my mother. And I would watch her and one day just watched her in her classroom, just teach like as if it was a Picasso she was painting. And I was just in awe. And I said, you know, watched her kids be engaged and how they were all like every last one was in touch. She would do these cell, these cell, um, incredible edible cell projects, and they had a portfolio. And I was like, wow, and they are learning, you know? And I saw the excitement. I said, you know, I want to do that. I want to impact the lives of children. I want to influence and change and let them see all they could possibly be. And at that point, I was hooked. Man, early on. I was hooked <laughs> early on, early on. All right, so you've been in all levels of education. You were in administration. You did some other stuff. Why did you initially leave? Why did I leave education or leave the No, I leave like the classroom. Sorry, why did you leave the classroom at first? Well, um, I wanted to expand and explore other, uh, other areas and be in different arenas. I also discovered that in being those different arenas, I could come back to the classroom and make a better impact there. So I always had a classroom in the back of, in the, on the side. I always had a classroom, but leaving uh, the systems classrooms to create my own classrooms was an opportunity to truly touch the minds and the goals for children who wouldn't have access otherwise. So um, leaving the classroom, I wanted to do something bigger. And, you know, I always said to myself, if I ever stopped feeling as effective there, I would move on. And it just wasn't anything that I was doing. If I didn't feel like I was contributing in any way, I was moving. And so, um, but I've enjoyed every experience and everything has contributed to the other. You've pursued national, what you pursued national board certification, what pushed you to pursue and what was your journey like? Did you achieve on your first try? Well, you know, my mother sat on the board and everybody thought, oh, you're going to be national board just because your mom's on the board. Doesn't work like that. Doesn't <laughs> work like that. But I will tell you that in watching the excellence, I wanted to know what was it that I was doing for my students that was benefiting my students. I wanted to be the best for them because I felt they deserved to have the best of me, the best teacher. And if I was doing it incorrectly or if I was doing something, I needed to find out now because I did not want to destroy lives. I wanted to enhance lives. I wanted to bring about an opportunity for children to grow, learn, and believe that they could be touched that part of the soul where they could believe they could do anything. And I wanted to be able to do that. And National Board really helped me to hone in and focus on where I was doing it, how I could do it better. Now, it left me with the why, 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 because I'm constantly, constantly looking and searching for 
a next, the next better way to do it. And, oh, how can we do this? Oh, this was great. Oh, we could do this. Oh, my students would love this. When I travel, I'm like, oh, I'm always thinking about how can I make society better? How can I do this better? And it's an investment. I feel, I take it as a ministry, you know, it's, I was called to do this. Oh man, I can feel it. I feel it. And every time you speak, I feel it. <laughs> well, thank you. So how did becoming an MBCT impact your career? Well, you know, uh, once I became a national board certified teacher, and I will tell you, and I'm going to uh, back up just a little bit. I am not a first time certifier. <laughs> it took me three years to do it. Yeah. And I was determined that, you know, I want to do the best and I'm going to learn. So in that process was a learning opportunity for me to grow both personally and professionally. Um, so in the three years, and, you know, I missed the second year by one-tenth of a point, so you know I cried, right? <laughs> but I said, you know what? There's more for me to learn. And I picked myself up and said, you know what, Lord? It's me and you. Let's go. And focused on that. And so as a National Board Certified Teacher, uh, and certifying has given me the confidence, the wherewithal to know and be con strongly convicted. And this is what I know is right for children. And this is what I know will not work for children. And, it, you know, I'm more researched. I look for information. Um, I'm going out there to get it so that I'm speaking to facts. Um, so I own my profession more than I did before because I'm confident in the fact that every child deserves an accomplished teacher and every child deserves the best teacher and instructor in the classroom. Oh man, preach. <laughs> <laughs> so again, I, well, I mean, it's clearly had a huge impact on your career. Are there any like tangible stories you can give us about where it brought you? Yes, actually it brought me to the state department as a distinguished educator. Um, I was very excited about that. Uh, because I had an opportunity to go into schools that were underperforming and show them little possibilities and give them hope. You can make this happen. Our kids can learn. All of our kids can learn. So I had an opportunity to travel the state to do that. Um, I had an opportunity to run for a state office, um, Board of Elementary and Secondary Education, which was exciting because in all of my experiences with National Board, it's led me to diversity and all of those number of things, um, I was able to share that as well. I was able to co-found with other colleagues and myself, National Board Association for Minoritized Educators, um, which is NB name. Um, and it was the first, uh, next to the BIE, was the first cross-state um, affiliate uh, network. I'm sorry. It was the first cross-state network. So I was really... Um, excited about all those different things. And then it's also brought me to becoming president of uh, ASCD uh, to rise to the board. So I've had several opportunities and I'm still going. So you've touched on it. You ran for office in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. uh, what pushed you to do that? Well, you know, we can always sit down and talk about what we want to do. I wanted to be about what we wanted to do. So I wanted to be about it. If I'm going to speak it, I need to model it and be in the space where I can I'll give people an opportunity to share their voice. Since my platform was Voice for Education, 
I think it should be authentic. I believe that people should be heard. I believe that children and teachers and parents have a right to say what it is they think, feel, and believe. And together we can create a better um, educational system for all students. We should all be considered. We should never count a child out. So I ran for the office because I didn't want to count a child out. I wanted to make sure we made those impacts for every single child. Oh, man. So in what ways do you believe national board certification prepared you for the challenges and responsibilities that had come with holding office? The process itself. <laughs> Just going through the process and reflection. The reflection has been, I think, I, I want to say that is the best uh, that's the caveat, the reflection. You're always thinking, well, how can I do this better? Well, how does this happen? Well, why did this happen? Um, who do I speak with? Reach out to my stakeholders, connect with people, collaborate with people. Um, you're not a mountain or an, uh, an island of yourself. So it, it taught me to get out of the box and reach to to other ways and research and try them out, test them, you know, trial and error. And so, um, and it gave me the confidence to do that, to do that and look for the evidence. Yeah. Like it takes a lot of confidence to be, to put yourself out there like that. Uh, <laughs> people keep telling me that. <laughs> so considering your unique perspective as an NBCT, what policy changes or initiatives do you believe are crucial for improving the educational landscape? Oh, that, that, that's a great question, Eddie, because, you know, um, and I believe in this across all states, actually. Um, some states are doing it better than others, but accountability is a major piece. We have to hold not just um, our teachers accountable, but our legislators accountable. We also need to hold our administrators accountable. We have students who, when we think about illiteracy in this country and we think about um, poverty in this country, I mean, there should not be, we're in a nation where these things should not exist. When we think about um, diversity and having to um, force people to understand the differences and respect others' differences, those are also things that we should not, that should not exist, not in a country as we, we live now today. Um, I also believe teacher preparation is important as well, too. Preparing our teachers to be able to handle not just the traumatic situations for students, but how do we look at that child as an individual and ensure that that child is growing to who he or she is called to be, growing to their potential, not the way we think it should be, but the way they are uh, molded to be. So per, uh, teacher preparation, I think, is, is a large issue. And the last thing, of course, I've mentioned it earlier, literacy. <laughs> Our children must... We must all learn to read, write, and comprehend. And in that, when I speak about comprehension, reading and writing, and a number of our students can publish books, my students have. Um, I've worked with them to do that, which was very exciting. To see yourself as an author and to know that your words matter is precious. It's priceless. Yes. Uh, literacy is a huge issue, and it's something I've kind of really plugged into to like working in after school programs to work with kids on reading and writing because I came across some research that said if you can't read on grade level by like fourth grade mm -hmm. it's impossible to catch up 
because from that point on, it's not really about learning. It's about, or it's not really about the fundamental skills of reading. It's more about learning content. And so there's not really time to teach someone how to read after the fourth grade. And that's terrifying, but it's a skill that is necessary to just figure yourself out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very necessary. Reading is essential. Yes. (laughs) All right. So we're going to have a little, we're going to get back to having a little bit of fun. Who was your favorite fictional teacher? My favorite fictional teacher? Yes. It had to have been my mother. Oh, gosh, there are so many. Well, you know, from my mother. Uh, I've had so many mentors. (laughs) Fictional teacher. You know, Mary McLeod Methune was, too. Yeah. Wow. That's, wow. That's amazing. Jeez. I know you got some stories. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> we gonna have to man. talk after. After. <laughs> oh man! Yes, she's a good one too. Oh man. Okay. So, what are three restaurants folks should try when coming to visit you down in Louisiana? Oh, let's see. They should try my restaurant, my house. <laughs> it's gumbo on the regular. Um, they should absolutely try. Um, well, you can travel to New Orleans. They have a, a cafe du monde which is excellent with the beignets and you should have cocoa or coffee. Okay. Have it, go to the one in the French quarters. That's the original. And then let's see. Lafayette is the best kept secret. We have restaurants here. There's Prejean's and there's, um, Oh, Callahan's pretty good. And it's, uh, and then we have, uh, and there's so many, then there's some <laughs> in Baton Rouge as well too. So all up along the coast, you can try. Nah, good east down in Louisiana, man. Good, good east. east down there. Well, we have five heart hospitals in Lafayette. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. So now we're going to get into the teacher recruitment part of this. Okay. So if you had to sell the education profession to someone looking to get into it in one to two minutes, what would you use as your elevator pitch? Okay. One to two minutes. It's the, it's the profession that impacts all others. What better way? than to be in the midst of it. If you're gonna impact or you're gonna make something happen, you're gonna create a doctor, a lawyer, inspire a nurse. You're gonna inspire all that. It's the profession that creates all of them. Oh man, you're not lying. (laughs) All right, so we have a feature on this podcast called the Shoulder Tap. When you give a tap on the shoulder and let someone know that they're ready to become National Board Certified on here, you're gonna give them a quick shout out and we'll encourage them through social media to go through the process. So, who are you shoulder tapping? Oh, I'm shoulder tapping every teacher in the state of Louisiana. <laughs> come out, come out, come out. We have a couple of people who like Latasha Bennett. We have um, um, Cheryl. We have, um, forget her name. <laughs> forget her name. But, but we have oh, teachers in New Orleans. I mean, we have. Lots of teachers that were just ready. Come on out, get shoulder tapped, and you know a shout out to my board as well too. You know I want to shout out to Dr. Benjamin, David Legrand, the Lauren Jewett, NBCTs all the way. She also ran for an office as well. Uh, Robin Clark, um, Tia Trahan, Trahan. 
She was principal of the year this year. Shout out to her. All NBCTs, all NBCTs. And Chris Bornhurst. Chris, oh, Christine Bornhurst. All shout out to them. And they are making it happen here in Louisiana. Uh, we are just making sure we want as many teachers out there. Every National Board Certified Teacher, we're calling you. We're calling you. And our newest doctor, Dr. Leslie Bearden, and Walter Brown. So many. So many. No, so many, right? <laughs> we bring the party. Love it. Love it. Yes. Dr. Dolores Cormier-Zenon, thank you for joining me on the podcast. I appreciate you having me. Thank you. Um, it's been a wonderful time. Let's do this again sometime. You can feel the passion Dr. Zenon speaks with. Can't wait to catch up with her again. I want to say thank you again for her, to her for taking the time to speak with me on the podcast. And thank you for listening to National Board Conversation. Be sure to rate, share, and subscribe. And we'll see you next time.